Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the facets of a magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. And I want to talk and continue to talk about grudges that I talked about um, as one, in one of the episodes in terms of grumpy grudges. But I began talking about in that episode about revolving resentment. And I think revolving resentment requires some more conversation, some more discussion, and getting a better sense of resentment and why it can have such a detrimental effect on soul progress. What do you think about when you think about resentment? Some people would think about bitterness. Some people would think about this quality of injustice that's been done. Some will think about it as a past insult type of injury, emotional, physical injury that has happened, that resentment can come in different packages. But have you thought about how it relates to soul growth? How it may create a barrier or a big roadblock to soul progress? When you think about resentment and these barriers, it first has to occur through an incident that has happened to ourselves or socially or in some type of circumstance or situation that has taken place. And it has to have a quality too, as I sit with the grumpy grudges, it does have a quality to feeling a sense of injustice, feeling a sense I'm not being recognized, heard, valued, appreciated. And it's occurred maybe consecutively for a period of time. That moves those grudges into deeper resentments. It's a mental rumination that can take place. That because of those hurts, because of those painful situations, that we revolve it in our minds again and again and again. Like a merry-go-round. It just goes on and on and on. And in this particular case for the America round, it builds up speed and it goes faster and faster and builds a groove. And that groove is similar to neuropathways. That there is firing down those neuropathways and it has a natural way of moving now those grudges. And so those grudges continue to build up and that ditch Yes, I said ditch. Uh, that neural pathway becomes deeper and deeper until it becomes automatic. So our resentment is we can carry resentment around with us and it becomes so 
unknown to us or unconscious to us, but other people may see it. Now, that person's really bitter about that. That person's really resentful because of this or whatever it may be. They see it, but we may not see it because it's just become a part of our fabric. And we really don't want resentment, nor the grumpy grudges to be a part of our pattern either. We have to be the ones to start to be able to be more compassionate with ourselves as well as compassionate with other individuals. That people will do things to us, slight us in particular ways. It is up to us to be able to look at our thoughts, look at our feelings and reactions, observe them, and begin to ask ourselves, what would God want me to do in this situation? How might I look at this from a different lens? What do I notice happening that is hard for me to let go of? And ponder that. What makes this so hard to let go of? Because when we start asking ourselves the question, we start getting a sense of what might be happening for it to be so hard to be able to navigate in a different way. We start seeing things about ourselves that maybe we didn't see before. And this is all a part of the exploration that happens that our soul wants us to be able to engage in so that we are now reflecting. And in that process of reflecting, we are slowing things down enough to be able to realize, oh, I see why I'm so resentful. I keep on thinking about this, how this person made me feel this way. And how this person did this and another person did something similar. And it now is accumulative and is building up steam within me. And I'm allowing it to build up that steam because usually we don't know how to reduce the steam. We don't know how to change the gears like in a stick shift car. Uh, never drove a stick shift car. And so you don't know what to do. And that's valid. That's valid. So with resentment, we're trying to be able to know what to do. We know how we feel. So you have to begin to observe when I'm moving towards resentment. Use what I said in the last episode of grumpiness and how it manifests itself as a bad mood or as being more stubborn and unyielding. Or we're kind of in a cantankerous demeanor and irritable. And when these qualities are happening, so we're finding they're manifesting themselves, then that's when we say, "Uh uh-oh, something's up. When we're getting angry about things, because that's one of the things underlying resentment, if we get irritable and angry about things, and then we blow things out of proportion, That's another quality of understanding how resentment is showing up in our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. When we start feeling a sense of injustice about something that has happened to us, and we say we let it go, but it keeps on coming up for us as a reaction, then we know we've got more work to do. So we may let go of some of it, but what we need to work on is letting go of all of it. And when we begin to walk on a spiritual path, 
we begin to know that all testings and initiations that are coming our way in life, just like you're going to grade school and you're going to elementary school and you're going to uh, high school and you're going to graduate or trade school, they all have tests. And those tests are trying to teach us something. And the test has particular themes if you're in math class or if you're in spelling class or if you're in trigonometry or if, if you're in history. Whatever the class is teaching us a theme that we need to look at for ourselves. But if we don't connect the dots to what is happening in our experience, then we see them as separate situations. But at an inner level, at a subconscious level, that's not how our soul and our soul sense sees things. It sees as a conglomerate of energy that's either dense and weighing it down, or it's energy of light that is increasing lightness within us and understanding and opening us, make us for have a greater sense of freedom in our thoughts and our expressions because we no longer have that resentfulness that resentfulness quality or attributes or density to exist within us. What we're working towards is being observant like an eagle. And when we see any smattering or small components of resentment and even grudges happening in our worlds, again, we have to be the one to say, no, not on my watch. I will not allow this energy, this emotion, this thought to continue to occupy space within me. You get up, you do something, an activity. You get up and you go to a bookshelf and you look at what book can you read that will be inspirational and allow you to have some guidance. You go to the Bible. You go to something inspirational that you can read. You go to the internet and you pull up and you type in qualities of harmony or qualities of joyfulness. And you work on those qualities or you type in, better yet, how might I forgive? Forgiveness. Type in poetry on forgiveness. Mantras, statements of forgiveness, of letting go and letting God. Letting go of this old energy that's trying to occupy space within you that is dampening down your soul, that is creating a hardness around your heart. You wanted to let that go and you want to plant seeds within you of harmony, of peace, of understanding, of goodwill, towards others. Just as much as we want goodwill shown towards us, we need to show goodwill towards others. Because the more that we can treat others the way we want to be treated, the more that it develops that character within us, allows our souls to flourish. And I told a coaching client one time when she was saying that she hoped that her particular boss wouldn't be successful. And I asked her, and this is how we need to flip our thinking. Would you like that to happen to you? That someone didn't want you to be successful? She goes, oh no, I wouldn't want that at all. I said, so why are you thinking that way towards this person? Because I don't like him. 
I don't appreciate how he is and how he is. I said, then him to, to him, you do you. You be your best self. You can't control him, certainly, but you can control your thoughts, your feelings, your reactions to him. So if you do not want ill will on you, then don't put an ill will energy on someone else. Does that make sense? We want to be treated in the way that is harmony, that's peace, that's good, that is enlightening. And if we want that for ourselves, then we need to make sure we're showing it towards others so that we're mirroring it in the best way possible. And that helps our soul to grow and flourish. That helps us to be our best self. But many times we forget and we live on a planet of forgetfulness. And we forget, oh yeah, I said I was gonna, you know, be a better at doing letting go of things. But that person really hurt me. They 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 just, you know, stumped me and they said some things that, you know, really got my goat. And, you know, I there's no way I'm gonna forget that or forgive them. It's like, wait, wait, wait. What did you say you're working on? Letting go. Now allowing resentment to accumulate. The, the soul needs for it to have its wings and it needs to expand those wings and to fly and to be able to grow and advance. But the more that we build up that resentment and that forgetfulness, the more we shrink our soul. We shrink our capacity to feel the wonders of the universe, the wonders of God, the wonders of experience in the here and now. And we want to experience those things. One of the biggest things that has happened on our planet, and I don't care what culture you're in, I don't care where you hail from, is we have a high rate of heart attacks. High rate of heart attacks. And there is a mind-body connection. And in that mind-body connection is how we think does impact the physiology of our body. How many of you believe that? Raise your hand. I think it does. And when we can be able to know that holding on to grudges and resentments, the bitterness, the irritations, the heart and feelings about things, the animosities, the anger, or the person made me feel that way, or the person made me do that thing. And as we know, people usually do not and cannot make us do anything. We're doing it to ourselves. We've opened that drawbridge and put down the drawbridge for those thoughts, those feelings, serious emotions that come across the moat and occupy our castle. And we have to be the ones to say, I can't do that anymore. That is not in my best interest. That is not helping me to flourish and to grow. That is only moving me to, in my castle, to harbor many ill feelings. That I began, as I mentioned at one point in time to you in the last episode and other episodes, that where we put our attention to is where our experience will be.
So the first thing that we need to do to move past resentment is know when it's happening. Know how we feel when we're getting into a resentful zone. Know how we feel, how, what it feels like to get into the resentment zone. Is it bitterness? Is it irritability? Is it that quality of grumpiness? Then the next thing we need to observe is, where do I notice it in my body when I'm getting resentful? It's just not a mental thing. It actually has space within us. Some people will feel it in their stomach. Some people will feel it in their tightness in their shoulders. Sometimes people will feel it around their heart, this energy, this kind of dense energy surrounding their heart, holding their heart down, putting pressure on their heart. Some people will feel it in their chin and the tightness in their chin. Some people may feel it in their neck. But it's like, what do I notice? So you have to be like an eagle observing yourself and saying, okay, I just noticed I was getting really resentful for this, for what this person's doing and how they've done this for the past umpteen weeks. And I notice it here. Then once you notice it there, then you can be able to say, I see how it manifests itself in me. It manifests my, itself in my jaw and around my heart and in my shoulders. So when I start getting tense in those areas with situations or certain situations that are happening to me that relate to family members who can make us feel resentment or, or, or um, make us have low self-confidence, which builds up resentment to us because of us not feeling good about ourselves, then we can be able to start to monitor that and just say, mm -mm. so the next thing that we need to do, the third is pivot. Now that we notice it in our body, then we start to breathe in and breathe out. Just peace, harmony, goodwill, smiling to ourselves and knowing and asking God to take command. Ask your I am presence. Ask Atman. Ask your creator. Ask Buddha, Christ, to take command. Take command of my mind. Take command of my heart. Take command of my being. Fill me with your peace. Fill me with your light. Fill me with your harmony. We can ask for those things. Occupy my mind. Occupy my heart. You know, you can ask Jesus. You can ask Buddha. You can ask a saint to be with you because they've learned how to change the human condition into a divine experience, a divine reality. They had to go through their suffering and pain. Now they can help us to go through our awkwardness, our resentments, our feelings of not being able to let go of that bitterness. No, we say, God, you take it, command. I shall not be moved. Lord God Almighty, Lord God, Buddha, Lord Krishna, Lord Rama, uh, whatever uh, deity of the Godhead that you would like to call to. Even as one friend of mine said, she likes Kali. 
you know, and like to be called Kali. Well, you know, you should look up Kali. Find someone, find a, a deity that you have an affinity to. Many people, it's Jesus. But we want them to help us and guide us. When we, I mean, we put our attention to Jesus, for example, we think about some of the wonderful things he did. We start reading about him in the Bible. Or, and if it's not that, then it goes back to inspirational reading, to pulling down a book that inspires you, that puts a smile on your face. Where there is smile, where there is happiness, where there is contentment, there can't be resentment. We're asking the resentment to erase itself from us. And we're asking for God to take command of our minds, our hearts, and our souls so that we can be our best self. And in the process of our being our best self, we're lifting our vibration. We're lifting the cells and atoms within our being to spin at a higher vibration. To spin at a higher vibration than at the density of where resentment resides. Remember what I said about resentment. That's where we will have that bitterness, that irritation, the hard feelings, the animosity, the anger, the displeasure about someone or something that we feel was unfair. And we're asking our soul substance, the substance of our life, to be able to transcend that because it's not of the divine. It's of the human nothingness. And we're here to transform our humanness into the divine nature of God. Something to think about. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Avengers, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.